Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Get In Dreamers. I am your co-host, Christy. And I'm your co-host, Emily. <gasps> hello, hello. So we may have taken a break last week, but we are back. We are better than ever, and we are ready to chat with y'all, as always. Yes. Christy was sick last week, you guys. Yes. She was having um. She, she had a moment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that would be part of my dismay <laughs> is how every time I travel, I feel like no matter what, I come home and I get sick. Um, and I was just going through it. Like, if you want to know the details, <laughs> I had a UTI, I had a yeast infection, I had a double ear infection. Oh and on top of that, I was like kind of had a cold. So I was like just sick all around. Um and it was not a fun time. No. But, but we're here. We got antibiotics. We're better. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> we're ready to party. <laughs> yes, absolutely. How how was your traveling aside from your sicknesses? Oh, you know, it was good. We went back to the homeland of mm-hmm. Cleveland, Ohio. Got to see all my friends and such. Um, flew Spirit Airlines, five-hour flight there and back from LAX to Cleveland. So never fun, but we're balling on a budget. So Absolutely. Maybe had Spirit can sponsor. <laughs> that would be lovely. I – Yes, I approve. <laughs> oh my god. But gosh. Emily, yes. do you want to share your sleighs, your dismays? Tell us all about it. Yes, absolutely. So I guess I'll start with my dismay because it's not that exciting. Um, but I guess a dismay that I have currently is that I am just really poor. Um <laughs> and I really want to go shopping and have a spring yeah. wardrobe refresh, but I need to wait until I have more money. So that's kind of my overall dismay that I have right now, but on the plus side to that is that I am actually going to be getting paid very soon <gasps> because your what? girl what happened? finally us. has a job. after the several weeks of me saying my dismay every single week was the job hunt the job search being so just horrible and crazy and me being unemployed your girl is finally employed wow 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 adding in my sound effects (laughs) sound effects (laughs) Um, but yes, I, if you guys don't follow me on socials, I posted all about it on my Instagram and LinkedIn, but basically I am a social media coordinator at Glamnetic. If you don't know what Glamnetic is, I'm going to do a little plug for them right here, right (laughs) now. Glamnetic sells magnetic eyeliner and lashes. They also sell lash extension kits that you can do yourself at home (gasps) yes that it lasts like a week you don't have to pay like all this money to go to the salon Mm -hmm. and all that stuff you do it at home really easy and then they also sell press-on nails that come in a lot of different colors a lot of different designs and there's a lot of other little products here and there too like they have different kinds of glues and different kinds of nailed just accessories 
going to do some nail ASMR. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I basically get to help run their social media accounts, specifically TikTok. So make sure you follow at Glamnetic yes. on TikTok to see all of the crazy stuff that I'm about to be posting. But Yay! yeah, I'm super excited. It's so exciting. And yeah, it's it's going to be a really fun time. I'm excited for this mm-hmm. opportunity. So yeah, fun stuff. I know. I feel like it's just a perfect company for you because if you don't know Emily, she's just such a girly girl. She's, she always has those lashes on. I think I've said this before. No matter what, this girl always has those lashes on and just looks so good. And um, I'm so excited for you because you deserve this. The job hunt was hard, but like worth it in the end. And you're here now. And I'm so excited for you. Um, also those eyelash extension kits, I tried one last week and they're life-changing. Yeah. Because, okay. So like what Emily was saying, you like stick them on, but it's underneath your natural lash and it looks so natural and it will stay on for several days after. And I don't think I can ever go back to strip lashes now because of how much this has influenced my life. Yeah, I need to try immediately (laughs) because honestly, I have never tried a lash like extension kit before. And now that I work for Glamnetic, I'm like, well, I need to try this out. And I was like, ooh, TikTok idea, me trying a lash extension kit (gasps) for the first time, see how that plays out. So I'm really excited about it because your girl has always wanted to go and like get the salon lash extensions, but they're so expensive. Mm. I can't do that to my wallet. It doesn't make oh, sense. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I've gotten them before too and they're so nice. Mm-hmm. But like each time I went, I would fall asleep undoubtedly because like you're just there with your eyes closed. <laughs> yeah. And they look so good but so expensive. And if you have another option, you got to find another option because we're we're broke baddies out here trying to survive in California. So <laughs> um, – and that leads me to my dismay of the week. I was just on FaceTime with Emily and she's like, what are you doing right now? I was cleaning up a spill from my like blender bottle thing and I was cleaning it up with one of my lost socks from the laundry because I currently do not have any paper towels and currently do not have any socks. I only have one. So the lone sock was then my paper towel. <laughs> so if somebody asks, oh, how, how how are you dealing with the prices in California? I know it's really expensive. Okay, well, I, I make do. I, I, I use my spare sock. So it's fine. <laughs> we're doing fine. No, it's the way that you are using a sock to wipe up your spills. You have to create with the resources around you. And then the other day when I was at your house, um, we were about to leave to go to San Diego and you were trying to find a sock, socks, multiple socks, oh. and you couldn't <laughs> find any socks and you were like on your hands yeah. and knees in your closet trying to find socks. And then now the next day you are wiping up spills with the one sock that you have. I I guess I have three socks then because I have a pair and then I have the lone sock. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So I've been meaning to go and get some. It's just they're forgotten. Girl. Well, we're going to need to help Christy get some socks. (laughs) If there's any brands out there who sell socks, (laughs) let us know. Or even just like a normal like – Every day, like, if you just want to send some socks my way, I'll send you, like, a, my P.O. box. Like, just just send them on over because I need help. Please. <laughs> 
That is so funny. Well, but. what is your sleigh of the week, Christy? Oh, yeah. Um, so my sleigh is that I'm actually going to visit my parents in Florida um, in a day. So I will be there and I will get the opportunity to see Happily Ever After again. And I know we've talked about this show before, but it is I am a diehard Happily Ever After stan, and I just cannot wait to hyperventilate <laughs> on Main Street USA. Um, I'm here for it. I'm so ready. My mom said she got me a shirt for it, so I'm just like – A uh, shirt? I'm so excited. Yeah. Oh, my oh, god! I don't know what it looks like, but – That is thrilling. Um, I'm just so excited. That will be my sleigh. I'm – oh, and also I'm seeing my girl Taylor Swift while I'm in Florida. That's the main reason why I'm going. Um, so that is my other sleigh, but I will give a report when we come back from the concert about how – how life-changing I'm sure it will be. Yes. I'm yeah. expecting a full rundown report after the concert. Your your feels, every everything. Mm. Everything that went down, what like other people were wearing, uh, you yeah. know, a whole rundown. So we, we're going to be doing that once Christy is back in California, obviously. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I'm so absolutely. excited for you and that you're going to be able to see Happily Ever After and go see Taylor Swift. That will be so much fun. It will. It will. And I'll get to see my child, my cat. So that's good. Yay. <laughs> but leading into our topic today, we are going to be talking more about Los Angeles influ influencer events, um, different events that we've been able to go to as creators and been fortunate enough to be hosted at. Um, because me and Emily actually, well, really Emily, had the opportunity to go to a real LA influencer event and I was just her plus one that came along for the <laughs> ride but it was a time yes so uh, to give you guys some background on this event um for the most part I so I've been to like a couple influencer events before but this was the very first one where I went to like it was like a whole situation it, it was, was at this hotel in hollywood and i was informed that there was over like 150 influencers who got invited and then on top of the influencers it was like guests that could buy tickets and then like other vips there was like fashion people there and like the majority of the influencers that were there were like of the fashion niche fashion mm -hmm. slash beauty niche and I was like the only Disney influencer there <laughs> I was like where are my Disney girlies at they yeah. are not here the Disney girlies were not in the room with us that day they were not there were none to be seen we knew no one absolutely no one I knew Emily <laughs> absolutely knew not a single soul we pulled up and I was expecting to maybe like know someone there not a single person and uh -huh. it was like very interesting and Christy and I like I whispered to her I was like do you feel the vibes that like <sighs> the people here are sort of like mean <laughs> <laughs> like mean girl energy and so, yeah <laughs> it was giving <laughs> LA it, that's that's what it was giving we were in a real life LA situation like you know when people talk about the stereotypes of Los Angeles girlies we were full-on put into a scenario where these girlies were just surrounded surrounding us like little piranhas 
<laughs> yeah. It was but I'm sure I'm sure everyone was so nice, but maybe we just didn't know them. It was just like these vibes. We 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 felt the vibes radiating. Yeah, and like usually I can get like the vibes pretty quickly. Like for example, yes. when we went to the Stony Clover event, that was the Disney launch. Mind you, this was not an influencer event. This was just a public event that we went to because we're Stony Clover and Disney fans. So obviously right. we, were not we wanted invited. to go. We were not invited. I want to preface that. But a lot of Disney girly Disney influencers were there. And because right. we're all fans. Yes, we're all fans. Of and the brand. there was Again, something in the air where I was like, it feels like people are judging others. It feels, it feels not nice. Like, Hmm. it was just something like that in the air, I'll just say. And so that was how it was at this event in LA. And it was a really cool event, though. I will give it props. Like, you guys can go check it out on my Instagram. I have, like, a whole story highlight dedicated to, like, hosted events um, and also, like, posted an Instagram photo about it. Still editing the TikTok. It's fine. Hmm. I'm really behind. It's on its way. It's on its way. Um, But it was really cool because we were able to attend. They had a VIP pre-party where there were a lot of like different brand activations and brands there. So they had like Beach Waver was there doing like makeup and hair stuff. The line was really long though. So we weren't able to do it, but it's fine. Um, There was a small business that was giving out these cool popsicles, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Smart Water was there doing a little like photo shoot. Yeah. Photo thing. And Christy and I were living our best like talk show host lives. Yeah. We were pretending like this podcast was actually just a talk show and we took a pic. Um, you guys would have to see the picture because we were trying to act like we were on Ellen. Um, but I would say that the Part about this specific event that shook me was that we were at a rooftop in Hollywood mm-hmm. and could just like this beautiful view, could see the Hollywood sign. Yes. Um, and it was just kind of surreal, surreal in that moment, I feel like, where I was just like standing there and I was like, wait, like, how did I get here? It was like one of those moments where I was like, how did I get here? Mm-hmm. Like a few like years ago, I was just like, in Ohio and like if I would have seen this image just like in a dream or like someone was to say this is your life two years from now you're gonna be here with this person that you don't know that's your best friend (laughs) and like on a rooftop in Hollywood I'd be like what is this right how did I get here and it was just one of those instances you know yes it was very cool like we were right next to the Netflix headquarters so we saw like the big Netflix sign in the back and it was a really cool event um but yeah I totally agree because I feel like throughout the years I followed like a lot of influencers who live in LA and they talk about going to influencer events and sort of like what the vibe is, what's what's going on, how it is, like, meeting other influencers. Um, and I'd say it's, like, just very interesting. And I think, too, what I realized is that I think a couple episodes back, we were talking about, like, manifestations and what we sort of envision for ourselves, like, as content creators mm-hmm. or whatever throughout the next year. So we were talking about, like, going to more events and getting invited Mm -hmm. to more events. Um, And so 
then that happened and it's like, oh my gosh, getting to go to events and being able to experience stuff instead of just like receiving PR boxes, which I love receiving PR. It's great. But I also love like going out and doing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And it as it is great to be able to like meet other creators. Um, but like we were saying, like I don't know. Like, the vibes are different at each event that we go to. And even at Disneyland, we've been able to go to, uh, like, meetups with different Disney creators. And, like, those have been so great to be able to meet different people. And everyone's always so friendly and coming up to you and is like, oh, my gosh, like, I've seen your face before and such like that. Um, But then I feel like this one was very much giving, like – I don't even know. Yeah. Like a different different vibe that we're maybe not used to because we're part of the Disney creator space. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like even within like whatever influencers, creators, there are certain bubbles within bubbles. Mm-hmm. Like even though you're part of a niche, that niche can be like dwindled down to something completely different. And if you're like not within that circle, then they won't talk to you. It's kind of like high school again uh-huh. where it's like, oh, well, we're part of the band, so you can't talk to us because you're whatever. Or we're part of the football team, so you can't talk to us because you play baseball or whatever. So it's kind of like that, but within the creator community. Yeah. I I definitely think that things can be, like, very just, like, clicky and just, like, I don't know, mean girls, high school musicals, stick to the status quo. Um, But I definitely agree with you, like, with different – content creator meetups that we've done at Disneyland. Like, everyone is just so nice. And I think it is because Disneyland community, Disney influencer, content creator community, whatever, is close. And everyone sort of knows everyone, sort of. I would say, like, our little niche is definitely, like, the Disney girlies. Mm. The girlies are definitely listening Disney girlies. I know who you are out there. Um, So, like, everyone sort of knows each other in, like, that community Um, Mm. versus, like, when we went to this L.A. event, it was, like, we didn't know anyone, and I don't think anyone knew who we were. Yeah. And it almost seemed like they didn't want to. (laughs) No. Like, who are those girls in the corner? No. Like, no one was very – I didn't see, like, any welcoming faces. Like, it felt like everyone was very just focused on – themselves Mm -hmm. and focused on like whoever they were with I didn't really see Mm -hmm. any kind of like interaction with other people like usually at like Disneyland it would be like oh my gosh hi it's so good seeing you oh my gosh or like if it's someone who like watches my content for example it's like oh my gosh like I'm so excited to like get to see you in person like I've been wanting to like see you in the parks, like, I love your Disney content, yada, 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 versus this influencer event, it literally felt like we were nobodies. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess we kind of are, but, like, in the grand scheme of things, yes. (laughs) It was just kind of funny because, I don't know, I just felt like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> was, I think we were also too. It seemed like we were very young. Oh um, yes, that's in, so in true. This, in this spectrum, so I think people were literally looking at us like, "Who are these younger girls who are here?" Like they're just kind of like, like very giving off like young, like Gen Z energy. I would say that we were bringing like that Gen Z 
like whatever like quota or like that demographic in there and we were one of the only people that were giving that. okay wait <laughs> yes now that you say that you are so correct because most of the people who were there were definitely millennials like or older, older millennials or yeah. gen whatever is on top of millennials for uh-huh. sure you're so right because there were people there who had kids with them or like they yeah. had their husband with them and they like were definitely older than us like definitely yeah and I think that was another like reason why people just didn't talk to us <laughs> probably <laughs> they're probably like those girly squirrelies over there are girly too squirrelies. much they are too much I don't know what they're up to over there but I don't know it was just like just so interesting just like sort of sitting back and just mm, people, people watching. watching because at yeah. one point there was like panels going on with different like I don't know who they were different like influencers or whatever brands fashion yeah there were like panels happening but we didn't we weren't over there we were enjoying ourselves we we got some some drinks we we were just enjoying just taking it all in that we were on this rooftop in Hollywood Hollywood sign in sight it was everything so we were just sitting there relaxing chilling with our drinky drinks and people watching and I was just watching everyone seeing what the vibes were and it was just like I don't know just like stuck up vibes oh that's what yeah. I have to say stuck up well like, I mean I guess that is the stereotypical like, that's that's what it is the stereotypical LA vibes where everyone is like just very like I am the main character yeah. everything is all about me The people Mm. who live in L.A. are all of these people who are, like, uh, influencers, actors, artists, all of those people. So everyone is like, I am the shit. Yeah. So do you think that the stereotype of the traditional, like, kind of stuck up, like, it's all about me – like you listen to me kind of mindset of an LA influencer is true. Like, do you think that almost everyone in that space does qualify into that category? I don't think everyone, but that was just sort of like what I felt at that specific event. And I like know that there's genuine people out there. Like for sure. I will shout out again our queens, Remy and Alicia, <laughs> all the time. Oh my gosh. But I remember yeah. when we were talking about like things to talk about in this episode, we were like talking about like Ellie influencer stuff and how they have talked about this in the past, saying right, they that have. they've like gone to influencer events and they're like we are so out of our comfort zone like we are not like any of these people here like everyone else is just so stuck up and full of themselves and we're just like mm-hmm. we're just here to have a good time <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and like I don't even get that mindset because I'm just such a like a, I feel like a nerd and like kind of awkward uh-huh. um and so I would just never be able to like get to that standard because even when I'm meeting people like at Disney and such, I'm just like, Oh, like, hi. Like, I don't don't know. I I just don't like, why give off that energy? Like just be yourself. It's like, be quirky, like be, be you. And like, people are going to like that for you. And I feel like 
especially within whatever the last two years, authenticity has been the number one thing performing well Mm -hmm. on platforms. And like, not that you should just be authentic because it's trendy. (laughs) Like what? (laughs) But like, you should just like, that's what people want to see. People want to see realness. And I'm sick of the, of not people not being that and having like to cover up things and, we know we know that Instagram is a highlight reel, mm-hmm. but also to be your real self at the same time. I don't know. It is kind of confusing, confusing in that way mm-hmm. um, because Instagram is such a highlight reel uh-huh. and TikTok and everything. But then people are saying to be real, but also don't show too much where you're like crying all the time. Right. So it's, it's confusing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Hey dreamers, have you thought about making your own podcast? We want to share with all of you how we created Get In Dreamers with the help of Spotify. Spotify has an amazing platform that lets you make one super easily. You're able to record episodes, distribute your podcast everywhere, and you can even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast directly to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. So no matter where you want to upload your podcast, you can do it with Spotify for Podcasters. And finally, with Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And for the cherry on top of the cake, all of this is totally free with no catch. Ever since we discovered Spotify for Podcasters, we knew right away that this would be the perfect host for our podcast. When we saw how easy it is to upload our podcast episodes and get it distributed across platforms, we knew it was a no-brainer for getting dreamers. We highly recommend you give it a try if you're looking to start your own podcast. So what are you waiting for? Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. That's www.spotify.com slash P-O-D-C-A-S-T-E-R-S. Now back to the episode. So anyway, take everything that I say with a grain of salt. But anyways, I totally agree with all of that. Um, And also just on the topic of like influencers and criticism. Criticism. Whoa. (laughs) I don't have brain cells today. I'm telling you. You do. You do. They're just loading. They're they're loading. They're buffering. But anyways, (laughs) there's also like – crazy things out there on the internet where there's people who just like criticize influencers and it's always the people who are not putting themselves out there themselves yes and you know like as a creator it's really really hard to be vulnerable to be authentic Mm -hmm. and to put yourself out there and to be real because you don't want that criticism to come back and then slap you in the face because then you're gonna feel discouraged there's no way around it you're gonna have that moment of doubt and why am I putting myself out there? Mm -hmm. But I mean, you have to continue to do it if you want to grow and create your own brand, but it's just part of it. Sometimes when I post on TikTok, I like get scared that someone's going to like post some kind of hate comment or Mm -hmm. like if 
a video of mine like goes viral, I'll be scared that like people will like talk about me. Like if they don't know me, like if they're not a follower of mine and then they like stumble across one of my videos and one of the most popular comments for like Disney influencers is like Disney adults are weird. Yeah. Disney adults yeah. need to get a life. What Disney adults are stupid. I'm like, okay, sorry, okay. we like something and have a hobby. Right. I mean, I could say the same thing about anything. You playing video games is stupid. You watching sports is stupid. You <laughs> yeah. doing making dinner is stupid. Like, <laughs> I don't know. You criticize what you what um what I love and what I want to post. Whatever. Like, honestly, I'm so over it. <laughs> I know. It's so stupid. I'm like, just let people live. Let people live their life. Like, if people want to be influencers and post about Disney, let them. <laughs> yeah. And I think the hardest part of becoming a creator is, like, starting and, like, putting yourself out there at the start. Because for me, like – I know that you're, like, really good at, like, talking on camera, and that's how you've really connected with a lot of your audience, especially on TikTok, I would say. Mm -hmm. And it's always hard for me to do that sometimes because I can be, like, so self-critical, and I end up just redoing the video, like, five times. And I'm like, okay, by this point, I'm not saying what I want to say, and it sounds too rehearsed. Mm -hmm. So it's just, like, I can get in my head, like, a lot. Um, And, yeah, and so then, like, those hate comments or whatever people want to say, like, will really get to you, especially if you're already, like, a self-critical person, which I think a lot of us are in general, especially if you're a creator and a perfectionist. I will say with, like, talking on camera, I yeah. <laughs> I am also like that where I have to redo it, <laughs> like, a couple times, maybe, like, three, four, five times yeah. because I will do the same thing where I'm like, okay, I'm going to set my phone here. I'm going to like uh -huh. talk about whatever, like for example, like answering someone's question. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to record myself, talk about myself, talk. Mm -hmm. And then I like watch it back. I'm like, nope, X. <laughs> and then I have to redo it again and again. And then I'm going to really just share – even with Snapchat, I'm exposing myself <laughs> here. So if you guys don't know, I send Snapchat vlogs on the reg to all of my friends. And even then, I will, like, watch it back. And I'm like, nope, I need to redo no. it. Am I crazy? No, because I do the same thing. <laughs> Because I, th I think I did that today I with a video. I, I was literally just sending it to you. <laughs> too and I was just like no I didn't I didn't I need more emphasis on this word or I didn't hit all the points I needed to hit and so then I'll have to like redo it and I don't know what's up with that but there's something going on in my brain chemistry of why I feel I need to do that <laughs> wait that's literally me because I think I was sent I sent you a snapchat today something about like I don't know, something about my day. <gasps> and I like redid it because that was exactly my thought process. I was like, I need to put yeah. more emphasis <laughs> on these words. <laughs> she needs to really know how I'm feeling. Exactly. Right I'm like, this is a Snapchat. Am I oh. like, am I okay up here? 
And and that's to you, right? Imagine me Snapchatting a boy I like. Oh. He's going to be like, oh my gosh, she left me on open for 20 minutes. No, I had to drive home, get the right lighting, put up the ring light, but like subtle enough where it doesn't look like I have a ring light, get the hair okay, and like get the right angle. That's going to take about an hour. So if I leave you on open for that amount of time, then that's why. But that would be for a boy, you know. <laughs> right. So. Different situation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I cannot believe mm-hmm. that we are the same. Yeah. So especially then when you're posting it on the internet, it's harder. Yes. <laughs> For sure. And I do the same but, thing in my stories too. But anyways, go on. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was just going to say um, like it can be hard just like putting yourself out there because I feel like for me – like I don't know. I feel like especially when you're speaking to the audience, that's the best way to connect with people. Mm-hmm. But it's also like the most like vulnerable in a way because mm-hmm. you have to speak to them and like – I don't know. What if you're self-conscious of, like, your voice? <laughs> well, I think that's something you have to get over. <laughs> well, I, I'm doing a podcast, so, like, I can't be, like, too self-conscious about it by this point. Exactly. But it's just things that you think about, you know? Right. But I do think, like, the whole talking on camera and everything, like, is very helpful because I think that that is a reason why people, like, remember my face so well mm. is because – it's literally just my face sometimes, just, like, talking to the camera um, versus, like, I don't know. There's a lot of UGC creators out there nowadays who just do, do UGC. Mean? Did you know that? No. I mean, kind of. But I just think that that's weird if you're a creator and you're posting other people's content. No. So a UGC creator, what they do is they create videos for brands. Like, they get brand collaborations, but they don't – post like their face in it like for example if let's say I am a UGC creator and I'm looking around my my room for something and let's say Hello Kitty wants to do a brand collaboration with me for just UGC. Lucky Hello Kitty. Um if I was a (laughs) UGC creator I'm not an influencer. Like, I don't want to promote myself, like, my personal mm-hmm. brand, like, anything like that. So what a UGC creator does is they create video content, like, as if they were just, like, going to send it to the brand and there's, like, no face behind it. So it would be, like, an unboxing um. where it's just showing the product or let's say it's doing an unboxing of, I don't know, anything. Or let's mm-hmm. say they're doing, like, I'm going to go back to Glamnetic, a lash application, a nail application, a nail removal where it's just showing their hands. Yeah. Those are things that UGC creators do. So UGC hmm. content creators Getting bank. are on the, on the rise right now. And I have been on like UGC creator like tips side of TikTok and people are getting a lot of money. And I'm like, Dang. Well, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Because as a content creator, which we've talked about before, you want to be strategic with who you're accepting brand collabs from because you want it to fit your niche or your, what you're trying to create. And your niche is you, mm-hmm. basically. So you want it to fit with what you believe in or whatever and if you're a UGC creator then you can really do anything yeah and get paid for it um and that's just how 
it, it runs. And that would be wild because I'm sure that those people are making their dollars. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So I'm huh. like, that's, that's an interesting, so interesting, different segue into like con- yeah. different content creator communities too. Is like the UGC creators yeah. who aren't really like influencers, but like they still create content. And then like hmm. all these other different different kinds of influencers. And then I feel like also like Instagram influencers are very different from like YouTubers, very different from yes. TikTokers. All very uh-huh. different, you know? Yeah. Like for me, I would say that I'm definitely like an Instagrammer. Like I mm-hmm. prefer that platform over anything. And I just like the photography of it and like really editing photos. And TikTok, I have a hard time with because I'm still trying to get into the space of like talking and like having like those funny, like relatable TikToks where I just really like to show like my style more than anything and like the aesthetic of everything. Like I'm very honed in on like aesthetics and that's why I love Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I will say Christy's Instagram is top notch, stellar content. You too, though. Instagram aesthetic feed is everything. Well, but I would say that you are on the TikTok side. I would say that too. I mean, I think I tend to post on TikTok more like casually, so like more frequently um, versus Instagram for me. Sometimes I overthink like my feed. (laughs) So then I like look and I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't posted on my feed in a week because I, oh my gosh, it's a whole situation in my brain all the time. So for example, there are these pictures that I've been meaning to post from February where they're really, you took them of me, where I was like, Overlooking the wishing well in Disneyland, yeah, and they're those really are super cute. cute. I've been telling yeah, myself post. that I'm gonna edit those and post them since uh-huh. February. It's currently almost mid April, and here we are. And that is what happens to me. I overthink uh, things, yeah. and then they just don't happen. Versus TikTok, what I do is I just go on the app. And I just will record myself. It's really, really easy for me to do my little OOTD videos that I always Mm. do or, like, when I do my, like, haul videos. I just like talking, which is why Mm. I really love a good Snapchat vlog. But that's why I think, like, TikTok, I just, like, treat it more casually because I don't Uh have to worry about like a really aesthetic feed so I just like post whatever I want (laughs) oh and I and I love that and I love watching that and consuming that content but for somehow I I feel like sometimes I can't get there with my own account Mm. but to just to mention too the new social media app lemon 8 which is so different and so new and a lot of people have jumped on the bandwagon of it. I have as well. Mm -hmm. And I've been trying to post at least once a day on Lemon 8 as well. So if you don't know, this is a new social media platform that a lot of people are jumping on since basically they've been saying that TikTok is going to be banned. Um, And But this one's nothing like TikTok. No. This is basically like a graphic design app. Like you go in and every single post that people are posting has some type of like – really pretty like design to it or like text on it Mm -hmm. um that's captivating to people's eye and that's kind of how I click on things um it's more of a combination I would say of like Pinterest and Instagram Mm -hmm. 
than anything. Yeah. It's really interesting. But then again, it's just another app. And then it's a lot yeah. of work, especially if you want to make I your know. post really cute. It takes a lot of time. Yes. Each photo needs to have text. Not not needs. You can just post a regular photo, but that's not the point of the app. Yeah. The point is to, like, decorate it, basically, with, like, all this text and stickers and whatever. So I don't know. I don't think it's going to be a long-lasting app. I really no. don't. But it's fun. I think it's fun and it's cute. I think it's super fun, too, because I love a good little cute little text moment. You know, your girl is a big fan of Canva. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love it. And on Lemonade, they have, like, all of the templates that you can use. So you don't even have to, like, think too hard if, like, right. you're a a beginner at adding text to your photos. Lemon 8 sponsor. <laughs> Lemon 8, please sponsor us. <sighs> Honestly, we'll we'll make some podcast content on there. I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, that's our little spiel on yes. influencer culture. Influencer culture. That's sort of what this Ooh, this episode is. That is, that is. <laughs> and I would say that this episode was definitely for our creator buddies, our friends, our allies, our allies. of the <laughs> of the content creator culture space. Yes. Um it's very interesting and I would love to hear like other people's thoughts on this because I feel like sometimes People kind of gatekeep how they're really feeling about the situations. So yes, I feel like we opened up about it and um, would love to hear other opinions as well, always. But um, if you guys don't already follow us, our podcast on socials, we are going to be trying to get more active once Come June, I will be on our Instagram. Like, come June, I will be on our Instagram like crack. So be ready for that. Um, but it's at Getting Dreamers on Instagram and on TikTok. Um, we always love new podcast recommendations that you would love to hear us talk about things. We're here to talk to y'all. Um, but anything else from you? Um do you have like a influencer content creator like tool that is like your main character? Something in mm. like that you might use or something? I don't know that is on the topic of what we've discussed today. Yeah. Um <laughs> I would say that um Anum, it's it's U N U M. That is my content creator like scheduling app, mm. basically. But I don't actually use it to schedule anything. I simply use it to look how my feed would look when posting a new photo. And I've been using that app for like years now because I am so particular with the aesthetic of my feed. Mm-hmm. It's so helpful to see how that would look like once it's laid out. Um, so I would say that that is a main character kind of app that I use in the creator space. Love that. I will add on to that and also share – a an app that I use yeah. very frequently. Um, so for me, I love to use Tezza for editing my photos, and I am a big Tezza fan. So Tezza is the best for your filter needs, all of that good stuff. I used to use Lightroom like very 
very heavily. <laughs> I, mm. Back in the day when, like, photos were, like, really, really filtered. Um, but mm-hmm. now I feel like we're going into more of, like, um, more casual. Natural. Natural editing style. So Tezza's, like, really good for that. So yeah, I love Tezza. <laughs> and it's also great for um, – like film photos, if you want to yes. make your photos look like they're captured on film, you don't need a film camera. You need Tezza. And because I want to get a film, well, I wanted to get a film camera so bad, but I was convinced out of it because it's so expensive to use. Mm-hmm. But Tezza is your bestie if you want that look for your photos too. Yes, I agree wholeheartedly, but that's it for me. So again, make sure you're following us on socials, as Christy said. Um, And also, if you haven't yet, make sure you guys give us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. And that's that's it. That is it. (laughs) Get out of the car. Go on a photo shoot. Post yourself on the internet. I don't care what you do, but... For now, we'll see you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.